0: Welcome back to more Bernie and Chris, everybody. I'm Bernie.
1: I'm Chris.
0: Chris, we're we're hyped up today. We're hyped up today. This is this is gonna be a good one.
1: We are. Baseball season is upon us.
0: We are. It's you know I'm I'm excited. You're excited. Um, I don't know why Yankees fans are excited to not win the World Series again mm-hmm. this year, but you know it is what it is for them.
1: It's, it's amazing the hate that we have. We embrace it, baby.
0: You guys. You, you guys deserve the hate because nobody likes you.
1: Yeah, no one looks here at
0: Sox. Like, well, like Boston fans. I'm going to take a shot at Boston fans right away because I have the right to do this. You don't, but I do. Boston fans are some of the most insufferable fans out there. <laughs> but yet, everyone hates Yankees fans more. So I'll take it.
1: Yeah, I guess so. I guess so.
0: You got nothing to say. You got nothing to say to that.
1: I mean, we just, we just embraced the Hey, what can I say?
0: <laughs> so before we get into it, uh, before we get into all of our thoughts and predictions about the Yankees not winning the World Series this year, we're going to say what we're <laughs> loving today. Uh, I'm going to go first. This is just a simple something right here. Um, I, I love this. Uh, I'm going to go towards the NCAA tournament here for this one. We'll talk about that, too, before we get into baseball. Um but I'm, I'm loving the fact that the Pac 12 was the last remaining uh, conference to have multiple schools in the tournament. I think that's great. Uh, going into the tournament, we all thought a Big Ten team was going to win this year. Either, you know, Illinois, Michigan. Uh, some crazy people thought Michigan State could make a run for some reason this year. <laughs> um, Ohio State. But no. Michigan's still in it, but that's it for the Big Ten. The Pac-12 going into last night had, I think, two schools, three schools, something like that left. Um, I forget what uh, conference Oregon is. Oregon State is, I think, they're Pac-12. Um, but Oregon and USC played each other last night, so one of, so one of the Pac-12 schools had to go. And I think Oregon State's still in it. I think Oregon State is Pac-12, so they are. They, they're still in it. So and they're, st- they're playing tonight. So all i got to say is the Pac-12, they earned my respect for basketball. They already had my respect for football. I know the Pac-12 is one of the forgotten conferences when it comes to the power conferences in college sports. Maybe it's time to pay attention to them a little bit more than normal.
1: Yeah, I I, I, don't, I don't
0: know. I don't know what you think, Chris, but that, that's what I'm loving today. It's just the Pac-12, the Pac-12 representation in basketball still in the tournament. I, I like
1: it. You know, the Pac-12 is always consistently underrated in basketball. And sometimes their reputation is just because they don't go far in the tournament. But, you know, they're kind of showing people that, yeah, the Pac-12 is a lot more competitive than people give us credit for.
0: Yeah, exactly. But um, what are you loving today, Chris? What are you loving?
1: Oh, I got two small things that I'm loving. Oh, number boy. one, last last week we talked to a lot of Giants and Patriots, and the Giants officially made the signing of Adore Jackson official. So we get a number a number two cornerback outside of Bradbury, which makes uh, the Giants secondary that much more elite. And then my second thing that I'm loving this week is um, it's great to see Mika Zavanna- Z- Zavanna Jack, continue to break out he once again had another six-point game. That's two, mm-hmm. two six-point games in in uh, eight days. And only him and Wayne Gretzky are the only NHL players to ever do that. So um, it's great to see Mika finally um, come the Mika's advantage Jack that we know. And um, I'm excited for the Rangers' future, future, and it's quite bright.
0: All right. Let's, let's back it up really quick here, Chris. Let's back it up. Did you just call the Giants secondary elite?
1: It is. It it, it really is elite. You watch and see. Their secondary. is not elite. elite. No. No, it is. It is. No, it's it's not. Yeah, you'll see it this year. And then you'll be eating. You'll have to go back to this episode and remember I told you here
0: first. Dude, no. They are. There's there's nothing elite about the Giants except for Saquon Barkley. That's it.
1: Yeah, well, you'll see. We're going to have a top ten defense this year.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, man, you know, you, you're you the Giants fan here, so you do you. You live in La La Land over there, <laughs> over there. Let me know what La La Land's like, since I don't go there too often. I'm like looking great right over there. here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god, What am I going to do with you? All right. Anyways, like I kind of just br- briefly said, uh, most of this is going to be about baseball today. Um but before we get into baseball, we're, we're just going to briefly touch upon the NBA and, uh, and March Madness um, simply because they made quite, quite the headlines. I know there's stuff going on in the NFL, too. We'll go over that next week um, just just because you know, with the NFL recently, with all the stuff that's going on there, you never know what the heck's going to happen with them. Um, but with the NBA... My God, did the trade deadline—it did not disappoint this year, Chris. Absolutely not. <laughs> a lot of crazy. There action. were, there were a lot of trades. <laughs> it it just it always just seems like with the NBA trade deadline that teams just wait until like the last possible second to make a trade, and then once one once one team does, and like the rest of the league does. Yeah, it's a domino effect. So here's what happened. In case you missed it, the uh, the trade deadline, Houston trades Victor Oladipo to Miami for Avery Bradley and Kelly Olynyk. Kyle Lowry and Alonzo Ball they ended up staying put. They were they were rumored to be uh, traded. They ended up staying put where they are. <coughs> the Hawks traded traded for Rajon Rondo and 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 or no, they traded Rajon Rondo to the Clippers for Lou Williams and draft picks and cash. The Raptors traded Norman Powell to the Blazers for Gary Trent Jr. and Rodney Hood. The Magic traded Evan Fournier to the Celtics for draft picks. The Bulls, uh, they traded for Daniel Tice from the Celtics, thank the Lord. Uh, The Cavaliers traded JaVale McGee to the Nuggets. The Mavericks acquired J.J. Redick and Trey Lyles. Um, I believe it's from New Orleans. Raptors traded Terrence Davis to the Kings for a future draft pick. The Hornets acquired Brad Wanamaker from the from the Warriors. <coughs> Raptors traded Matt Thomas to Utah for draft picks. Pistons traded Delon Wright to the Kings for Corey Joseph and draft picks. The Magic traded Nikola Vucevic, Al Minu and Otto Porter Jr. to the Bulls for Wendell Carter Jr. and draft picks. That might have been the best trade of all the trades. Wendell. The Magic also traded Aaron Gordon. And K- and Gary Clark to Denver for Gary ha- for Gary Harris, R.J. Hampton and draft picks, and the 76ers acquired George Hill from from the Thunder for Tony Bradley, Iggy, wow, that's a last name, R- Brazdikis, let's go with that, and draft picks, and then Terrence Ferguson goes to New York, Austin Rivers go to goes to Oklahoma City, Thunder part of the three team trade.
1: I tell you, Matt. I'm just gonna stop you right there, real, real quick. How about the Thunder and the amount of draft picks they have yeah. got the next three years? I mean, working product. I think they got, like, they're, they're think they got like
0: 33. I think they got like 33 picks. I'm not they're, even gonna, they're
1: either going to be able to get a superstar and trade for him through via draft picks, or
0: who knows, man? They 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 seem to be doing the right thing there. They are. And by the way, that's all the trades right there. Just about craziness. That was that's one. That's not that's not like all of them. Like throughout, like when the deadline typically starts to heat up, that's just the day of the deadline, right there. There was more yeah. crazy, craziness, crazy. I already had to take a drink of water this episode because that that was that was just a lot to go over, right there. But Chris, <coughs> out of all those tra- out of all those trades, right there, which one was the best one? Do you think?
1: You know, I think that Gary Harris, uh, I mean Gary Trent Jr. trade. Mm-hmm. And, or am I butchering that name? I might be butchering the name, but I like that. You're not. <laughs> yeah, um, that's my Duke boy. You know? And mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a good start for him somewhere else. And um, I'm not sure why Portland was getting rid of him. They just signed him to an extension. But
0: Yeah, a little yeah. weird.
1: You know, I got the NBA is a wild. I know I texted you yesterday and I kind of was going on a rant about all these guys who get buyouts.
0: I agree with you on that rant. It's it's not fun to watch the NBA right now. It really simply just sim- simply just because all the good players in the league are either going to the Lakers or to the Nets. It's like it's like what's the point of watching the NBA at this point when it's just so blatantly <coughs> obvious it's going to be those two competing in the finals.
1: Yeah, it's just frustrating.
0: For me, so, the best for me the um the best uh, trade of the day was the Vucevic trade. Uh, Magic sending him to Chicago. Chicago got themselves a stud. Yeah. They absolutely did. And now they got him with, and now they're pairing him with Zach Levine, who is, who, you know, it seems like he's finally branching out and being the star that we all thought he was going to be. Um, I'm not saying the Bulls are going to be, they're instantly going to be a, a good team, but they're better than where they were at the beginning of the year. Yeah, and that's that's for a fact. And they can build, uh, and they can build up from this.
1: Another trade that I thought that was a good one. Now that I'm thinking about it too, is uh Victor Oladipo to uh Miami.
0: Yeah, that trade was ridiculous. You could
1: definitely see him being. I, I being can't believe long term solution there. With I, don't the I can't.
0: I I can't believe that Miami only gave up Avery Bradley and Kelly Olynyk to go get Oladipo.
1: Yeah, former Celtic.
0: <laughs> oh my god. But um, so with the trade deadline, did the Celtics get better or worse, or did they just stay the same?
1: I do believe we got better.
0: We 1,000% got better.
1: We, we got a guy coming off the of bench in Fortnite who averages 20 points a game. And what I mean you've been talking about since frigging August is we lack a big man in scoring. Now, okay, we still don't have our big man. We're going to hopefully address that this summer, Danny Ainge. But – Got assuming who he's still, the, assuming
0: the he's still hired by the Celtics, or yeah,
1: we got someone who can come off the bench and give you twenty points with him and Smart. I, I like it. it. Tatum and Brown need some help; they can't do it all. Mhm.
0: I like um, I like Luke Cornette that we traded for. Um, he's making an impact already.
1: Yeah, he is.
0: Uh, played really well last night uh, for the Celtics. Um, I think he's not the he's not the future answer for a starting big man, but off the bench he is. One thousand yeah. percent off the bench, he's our big man.
1: You know, it and this their trades that they make, getting rid of uh, Tyson and some others frees up. Thank God, it gives Robin Robin Williams a chance to excel, and mm-hmm. what he's doing when he's starting, he really is. Becoming the player we all thought he was when we drafted him. You yeah, know.
0: I think Rob Williams is going to be the starter big yeah. man, and then Cornette comes off the bench for him. Thank yeah. God we don't have to deal with Daniel Tice anymore. My God, I did yeah. not like. I, I don't know like a lot the, of he played
1: Saints. hard. I like the guy was the guy was a good Celtic, but you know everyone's no. time comes to an end.
0: Yeah, and he's gone, and I celebrated. I'm still celebrating. I hate. I did not like him.
1: Um, I'm. I'm happy with the two wins coming off the trade deadline, and uh, mm-hmm. now it's the time. You know, the fans are back in TD Garden. It, it's time to go on that run, guys. Because you know, I don't want to see the Celtics be playing this buy eight, this buying in, get into the eight seed. I, 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 I want to be a five seed. I. I we, exactly. we gotta have the five or six seed locked up. End of story.
0: Yep, yeah, couldn't have said it better. Um, let's touch upon March Madness quickly. Um, tonight officially starts, or Monday, I guess, when we're recording this. So this comes out Tuesday. But for us, tonight starts the Big uh, the big 8. Jeez, the Elite 8.
1: The Elite 8 starts tonight? My God.
0: Tonight? Really? The Elite 8 starts tonight.
1: I didn't know that.
0: Yep. The, the, yep so what they're doing, they're, you know, because of COVID, they're trying to make this tournament go as fast as possible. It makes sense.
1: Um, I was about to say, it's a little faster than usual.
0: A lot faster than usual. Because awesome. norm, normally, normally it would have been just a sweet 16. Um, yeah. The and, and, 8 then, you a know, sweet and then Elite Eight, Elite Eight would have been during the week, I think, like Thursday, Friday. Yeah. And then Saturday, and then Saturday, Sunday would have been the Final Four. but And then the Tuesday would have been the championship. But the Elite Eight is tonight, um, starting off the games tonight. <laughs> um, there's only two tonight. Just because you know there's no teams left, basically there's only eight left. Obviously, the elite eight. you pick uh, tonight. It's between I Oregon, State,
1: Oregon State, Houston at seven fifteen, and then we got our, mm. our Baylor at nine fifty seven.
0: I'm go okay. I'm going Oregon State, and I'm going Baylor.
1: Yeah, I, I'm gonna go with Arkansas with the upset over Baylor. Wow. Yeah, and I'm gonna go with Houston in the tight one. And I'm not a Listen, fan of Arkansas, but I think they match up well against Baylor. But I think they it, can match but, up, but it also Baylor, would not too. surprise me if Baylor rolls as well because they did look pretty dominant, winning by twelve versus Nova.
0: Yeah, I, to be fair, Chris, to be fair, Pish, you know, give some respect, to Nova. Nova had the lead at halftime, and they played. They did. They, they played really well in the first half. And then in the second half, Nova fell apart. They took the foot; they put their foot off the gas, (laughs) and and Baylor acknowledged that, and they just steamrolled. Yeah, I have Oregon State winning tonight over uh, Houston, just because I want to see. I want to see the run continue. That's the only reason why. Yeah, we love the runs. (laughs) Next sentence, Chris. Um. The other the other matchups: uh, Gonzaga, USC, Michigan, UCLA. I got Gonzaga, and I got UCLA. I don't think yeah, I'm also... can, i don't think Michigan can beat UCLA if I'm being brutally honest. Yeah, they looked nice <laughs> against Florida State. Florida State was having a bad day. That's why they. That's yeah. why Michigan steamrolled them.
1: I agree. Um, I'm on the UCLA uh, bandwagon with you. You look at that game last night. I was texting you after Alabama after Alabama hit that time shot. Mm-hmm. You would think, okay, Alabama had about to, like, yeah, that's Alabama's what I thought. Got to roll them in overtime. No, they come UCLA out, came they come out blazing. for eight straight points. Mm-hmm. And uh, you look at this team, you're like, All right, this is this is a team that's getting hot at the right time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I, I'm not betting against UCLA. And I'm not Gonzaga either. Gonzaga looks dominant.
0: Don't get me wrong, USC. I mean, USC last night completely destroyed Oregon, but they're not going to. They're not beating Gonzaga. No way.
1: No, I, I think Gonzaga wins by double digits.
0: Me too. I I think Gonzaga is going to steamroll you know, their I'm way. Not the biggest fan of them. I'm oh. not their biggest fan, but me neither.
1: Man, they're making they're they they have a special team. It really is their tournament
0: to lose. It really is. It really is. All right. Now that we have that out of the way, let's get into baseball. Let's do it, Chris. I know you've been dying to talk about baseball, so I'm gonna, I'm going to let you kick this off go ahead and, you know, okay, you can throw the first pitch. Here we go. you know what, what I'll make the correct uh, analogy there. Give us you know a little bit of what to expect for the Yankees this year and what you saw during spring training, what you liked, what you didn't like and don't give away <laughs> don't give away record prediction or anything like that yet. Just just give us a basic but in detail, Overall, you know, expectations for the Yankees this year and also what you're liking and not liking, obviously.
1: Yeah, so, um, you know, the Yankees have a great team and they're going to be there. I I think we win the division. I'm not just saying that because I'm a Yankee fan. I do think we're the best team in the division if we can stay healthy. Now, you look at this team, where where did we lack in the offseason and we had to make some moves to get better as a team? Okay. Pitching was an issue. Besides Gerrit Cole, we really didn't have any good. In p- Tanaka, we didn't have any good pitchers last year. Now, unfortunately, Tanaka opted out to go to the Japan, which I'm happy for him. He gets to go back to his homeland and finish out his career probably there. So, what did we do in the offseason? Uh, we signed a one year prove deal for Corey Kluber, and so far he has looked pretty good in spring training. They made a small trade with the Pittsburgh Pirates. And, you know, as you know, Matt, the Pirates seem to give away good pitchers time and time
0: after. Oh, they love giving away good players. They love giving away
1: pitchers. They
0: love giving away good players in general.
1: Yeah. So we got Jameson Talon, who's going to be pretty good. Good friends with Garrett Cole. I think it's a good fit for him in New York. Now, the the biggest X factor that I like coming out of the starting rotation is the return of Dominican Herman, who was suspended last year for um, everything that he did with his wife and all that domestic abuse. Now, obviously, the Yankees, nor do I, think there's, no, uh, there's no room for that in the game. But, you know, he served his suspension. He apologized to his teammates. He's still with his wife. I guess they're working things out, et cetera. He's trying to be a better man. Now, when this guy last pitched in 2018, he won 17 or 18 games, I believe. And so far in spring training, he has looked dominant. The curveball has looked dominant and I really like what I'm seeing from this guy. And then um Jordan Jordan Montgomery also looks pretty pretty good as well. So pitching wise I like what we did, but here we go again. The season hasn't even started and the Yankees are having
0: injuries. I mean you can't um, I mean that, every team yeah. can't escape the injury bug though.
1: Yeah. But the Yankees seem to always get the injury buggy more than some others. (laughs) Zach Zach Britton's currently on the shelf, won't be back to probably June. We just found out yesterday that Luke Voigt uh, is having a meniscus surgery. He's going to be out the first month of the season. So, I mean, that's two big losses right there. I mean, it's a month. I mean, for Voice, though, for
0: uh, for Luke Voigt, it's just a month.
1: You hope it's a month, Matt. And this is how things power out sometimes. You know know what I mean? (laughs) I, I know what
0: you mean. I know what you mean.
1: But I have to say, Overall, though, when I look at the lineup, this lineup one through nine is pretty good. Stan has had a great spring training, phenomenal, about in like 330 or something like that, I believe. And if he can stay healthy, if Judge can stay healthy, Clint Frazier is the fifth the left fielder. They named him the left fielder. They re-signed Guardia as a fourth outfielder. If this team could just stay healthy and hit, um, I like our chances, man. I really do. But... um It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. You know, injuries happen. You know more are coming. It's, oh, it's how you it's part, overcome. It's
0: part of the game. That's the thing.
1: Yeah. Baseball and injuries happen more than any other sport.
0: Exactly. I mean, just the other day, um, getting into the Red Sox now, you know, Eduardo Rod- Eduardo Erod Rodriguez, uh, he was, you know, supposed to be our starting <laughs> pitcher for Thursday. Uh, he's now no longer the starting pitcher because of arm soreness. So he's already – you know, with everything that happened to him last year and now this, it's like you got to feel for the guy. You, you do. because yeah. It's another thing that popped up for him. Um, so, that being said, you know, Nathan Evaldi is now the starting pitcher for the Red Sox on opening day. I'm a fan of it. Uh, some Red Sox fans are not a fan of it, um, which I'm a little confused by because a lot of people think that Tanner Hawk should have been the starting pitcher. No. Here's why. You don't put someone who's never made a start like that before as opening day, as as the opening day start. You don't do that. You put them in day two, day three. Not that, not that I hard. I agree. I agree. it's you know, I know a lot of some players don't look at it <coughs> as this, but opening day is a big moment. It is. It's the start of the season. You know, all eyes are going to yeah. all eyes you know are on you that day because the most watched day in baseball during the baseball season is opening day. Um, I'll probably be watching it a lot. I'll probably be watching a lot of baseball on Thursday. I probably will be. Um, yeah, so my,
1: bo- my boys play at one o'clock. I'll be watching while I do work.
0: <laughs> Can't wait. I'll, 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 hopefully be watching too. Um, but I do like that. Evaldi, you know, Evaldi, he's solid. Chris, you know, he's solid. He's a good yeah, guy.
1: has a good fa- great fastball. Great
0: fastball. Um, <laughs> the spring training for the Red Sox, not gonna lie they, they look pretty good, but everyone looks good in spring training um, yeah. you know, they added Kike uh, Hernandez in the offseason he's been pretty solid um, they brought in Garrett Richards okay, uh, thanks Pittsburgh um, then they traded ben, uh, Benintendi um, for Franchi Romero and a couple other people uh, some people are still Getting over trying to get over uh, Ben Intendi but Ben Intendi honestly has not been doing that great with Kansas City so might have been a good trade after all um, I was one of the people who originally were upset about it now that I'm Time will talk. now that I'm like thinking about it, I'm like you know might have been a good trade but this is a big season <laughs> this is a big season for the Red Sox uh, Alex Cora is back uh, Chris I, I know you're a big Alex Cora guy Um
1: but- Scumbag of the earth?
0: <laughs> no, that's not. No, 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 no. He's not scumbag <laughs> of the earth. That's Carlos Correa. You know Get it right.
1: I'm. A, um, I'm not a fan of him and everything he did, but you know with him back. It does it does bring a little bit more juice to the Yankee Red Sox rivalry, which oh, I thought 000%. that was dead last season.
0: Thousand. So I'm really hoping it, really it can back. be renewed. Um, there's the the Red Sox Yankees rivalry will definitely be there. Uh, I do not think they're winning the division this year. Can they make a push for the playoffs? Maybe. Uh, To be honest, you know, it depends on how the first couple months go for the season. Um, I'm not expecting championship, though, from the Red Sox this year or anything like that. Uh, It's unrealistic, too. but Because they are, (laughs) in my opinion, they are in a real rebuild situation right now. Um, Should be interesting to see what they do this year. With all that being said, when you look at the AL East... Between the Red Sox, the Blue Jays, the Yanks, the Orioles, and the Rays. We're not going to give records, but we'll just give placements of who we think is going to come in first, second, third, fourth, fifth, whatever, for each division in in the league. Um, For the AL East, from one to five, Chris, who do you got? I think I know who number one might be for you.
1: All right, yeah, you know I got the Yanks at one. Come on now. I got the Yankees at one.
0: Okay. Mhm.
1: I got the Rays at two. I, I do think they're going to have a little bit of a drop-off this year, but they're still a good team. I have the Red Sox actually at three. I think you guys are going to be more competitive than people are going to give you credit for. I have the I have the Blue Jays at four. I think that there's too high expectations there in Toronto. I think they're going to. They're not going to be that great this year. Wow! I don't think they have the, they have the pitching. And uh, I'm going to put the Orioles obviously at five. They're the jokes of the division.
0: Chris, we almost agree here. I'm not kidding. We almost agree here.
1: Wow. Um, Us agreeing on something?
0: That's rare.
1: So, Other you know, than
0: the Celtics? It's rare. Um, For me, I have the Yankees at one.
1: Smart choice.
0: I have the Blue Jays at no, not the Blue Jays. I have the Rays at two. So we agree, we agree one and two. I have the Blue Jays at three. I just because I I just I think they're they're gonna be a better team than the Red Sox. Um, I have the Red Sox at four, and then stinking up the joint. I have the Orioles at five. Um, let's see if the Orioles can lose hundred games this year, huh, Chris?
1: Yeah, they seem to be on track for that.
0: Uh I mean, Chris, they're they're, they're on track for that for the next like 10 seasons.
1: Yeah, they're a they're, they're a disaster. That's putting it lightly.
0: That really is putting it lightly. <laughs> Don't be nice, Chris. What the heck? Don't be nice. <laughs> oh, come on. Don't be nice. But um let's move into the AL Central. Um I'll start off this time.
1: Very interesting. Very interesting division here, I would say.
0: Yeah, I'm – you know, I had a hard time putting together one through five with this one um, just because really it, it can go so many ways. It can go so many ways because there's realistically a three-way race for first place. It is. It really is. Yeah. Um, and
1: some of those teams also got better within that
0: division too. Yes, and some of them did not get better. Yeah, the Royals. Exactly. But uh, I'm going to kick it off. Um, I'm going to say first place, it's going to go to the Minnesota Twins. I'll say the Twins win this division. I'll say second is the Indians. Third is the White Sox. Fourth, now here's where it gets hard, Chris. It's either the Royals or Tigers, and they're both really bad. Yeah. I'll go Tigers four, Royals five. I'll do that. I the Royals okay, I like the Royals it. just are not a good baseball team. The Tigers they have tendencies to be a good baseball team. They just don't know how to properly execute those tendencies. That's my thing. yeah. That's yeah. my thing. Just, the Royals are just so bad. It's amazing how it was. I think what what year was it like 2013, twenty thirteen? No, not twenty thirteen. Twenty fourteen. <laughs> they won the World Series, and since then they just completely it's dropped amazing off.
1: To think about that. Yeah. Crazy bad. How they even won a World Series and the drop off was so they were so
0: nasty that year. That's the thing, they were just so nasty that year. They got hot the
1: right they did, and
0: and now they suck. But (laughs) what do you have for the AL Central, Chris?
1: So, for my top five, I also have the 20. All right, we agree. They're the best team. I do think they're the best team in that division. They continue to showcase their dominance in that division and throughout the AL. At two, I have the young White Sox, I think, coming off last year, that little run that they made. I think they're going to have a good season at two. At three, I have Cleveland. And like you say, three through one are so interchangeable. That's going to be a tight race mm-hmm. all year. You really could go either way with those. At four, I'm i the same with you. I also have the Tigers.
0: And then at five, I just have the Royals. So we almost base- – wow, so we almost agreed.
1: Yeah, we do.
0: Um. One thing that I am concerned about the Indians, or I don't even know if they're the Indians right now. I think they're just the Cleveland baseball team. Um, So excuse me for that one. But the one thing I'm (coughs) concerned about Cleveland is can they replace Lindor? Yeah. That's because they have Jose Ramirez, who's a great – who can go out and go play a great game. Don't get me wrong. But can they – Replace the void that uh, Francisco Lindor is leaving behind.
1: Yeah, you're leaving behind a great infielder, cold Glove, and an All-Star hitter.
0: Should we? It, 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 this might be the most exciting division in baseball this year. I'm not even kidding. Or probably won't be the most, but it'll be one, one through, of the more entertaining ones.
1: Yeah, one through three is so interchangeable, and it's going to be tight all year.
0: Love it. Let's go into the AL West. Um, I'll kick it off again. Yeah. Uh, looking at these teams, I'm like, oh my God, I don't know who to pick at one. Well, I know. Well, actually, I know who to pick at one. Other than that, I'm just going to completely guess.
1: Um, yeah, it's not an interesting division. No, this this really division isn't.
0: sucks. Um, I'm going to go Astros at one. That pains me to say it, but they are still the best team in this division. Um, two. I'm going to go bold. I'm going to say Angels are two, A's are three, wow, uh, Mariners are four, and Rangers are five. That's what I'm going. I'm going to go bold. I like it. Um, only, I'm saying that I just think the Angels last year, they were a little hyped. They were a little hyped last year, a little overhyped. They didn't live it up to expectations. <laughs> I think I, They're always over I think, late. Chris, I think this is the year, Mike Trout, finally gets to the playoffs. I think they get a wild card.
1: I hope I hope so because I mean this guy would be a great talent to watch in the playoffs. I want to see what he can do and at the biggest stage in October.
0: Exactly. And I, I think I think it will be a tight race between the Angels and Astros too. When it comes close you when can. it comes close to the end of the season, it will be a tight race between those two for the division, I think. I, I very interesting I, I I I don't know why. I'm just getting a feeling that the Angels are going to make some noise.
1: We'll see. I like the prediction, Matt.
0: I told you. I had some fun ones today.
1: Yeah. What
0: do you So what do you got for the uh, AL West?
1: So for me, um, I was picking this team last year. I'm going to pick them to win the division again. I'm going to pick the athletics. You know, this, I've seen them play the Yankees a lot throughout the year. Good, fundamentally sound baseball team. Good pitching, good hitting. They play small ball. They kind of remind me of the Rays. Similar, they do it all. I'm picking them to win a division and a tight one. At two, we got the cheating Astros. You know, I think uh, they're going to still be good, but there's going to be a lot of distractions. Fans will be in stadiums. They are gonna.
0: Oh, be they're going gonna me. hear it. They're gonna hear it.
1: <laughs> Quite the controversy this year. And believe me, when I go to a game, they're going to be hearing from me. <laughs> At three, I got the Angels. They're they're going to be right behind the Astros. I think it's going to be a close three-way race between those three teams. At four, I got the Mariners, and at five, I got the Rangers. Yeah, the Rangers suck. Yeah, both the New think. York
0: Rangers and the Texas Rangers, they both suck.
1: Yeah, good one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, Chris, I had to. <laughs> I love it, I love it. Um, I like that. I like that you're going uh, A's over the Astros. I yeah. like that. They're big, on the, big on the A's. Yeah. Even though you're, you're, you're a closet A's fan, I think that's what you are.
1: Closet A's fan? Nah, I don't want to see them. They scare me somehow in the playoffs. I can still see them beating us. We have like, terrible numbers against them, the Yankees. <laughs> hey,
0: anyone that can beat oh. the Yankees, I like them.
1: I'm sure you do.
0: There's, I root for two teams in baseball, the Red Sox and whoever beats the Yankees.
1: We love it. We love the we hate. Love,
0: and, I know uh, you love that. I know I know you love the hate, Chris. I'm gonna give it to you all season long. Don't worry. I know
1: me I know me and you cannot wait to go watch the Yankees Red Sox. I know I can't wait summer. for them to win. I can't sure. wait for the Red
0: Sox to win and then me just make fun of you that entire night. I don't know. No, I do we'll I stay. do know, Chris. I do know. Trust me.
1: Can't wait. Can't wait to see Judge rock a home run over a right field and um, me just go nuts. You see me going nuts in the bleachers. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I mean, to be fair, he plays at Yankee Stadium. A toddler could hit a home run at Yankee Stadium. That's how pathetic of a stadium it is when it comes to hitting.
1: Great stadium.
0: Aesthetically, yes, it's a beautiful stadium. But when it comes to actually playing baseball, (coughs) literally a toddler could hit a home run. That's how pathetically easy it is at home run at Yankee Stadium. That's why judges' numbers are up all the time. Because whenever he has a home, home, home game, as long as he doesn't strike out five times, like him and his boy John Carlos Stanton, Stan, he's just going to hit a home run. It's so easy, Chris. You, you, you won't, you yeah. won't deny it. You won't, you, you'll deny it because you're, you're a Yankee fan and you know I'm right, and you don't want to give me the satisfaction, a Red Sox fan being right.
1: Uh, all I'm saying is, if Aaron Judson stay healthy, he's going to be putting up. You're avoiding the question. And all
0: I, right, here we go. I,
1: believe, I believe, I believe Stanton can as well, <laughs> and all, all stadiums have their own strengths and weaknesses.
0: There's nothing strengthful about the uh, Yankee Stadium other than it looks nice. That I'll give you.
1: I'm not a big fan of the stadium to be honest. but It's alright.
0: Wow. Speaking against your own team's yeah. stadium.
1: It's great. It's great. But I, uh, I like the old stadium better.
0: Yeah. I can see that. Let's go to the NL East before you and I just continue our little bitch fit back and forth about the Red Sox and Yankees. The the NL East, I think, is going to be the most
1: competitive. This is the most exciting division
0: in baseball, without a doubt. I'm looking at the I'm looking uh, at my list, and I'm like second guessing myself already about this list.
1: It's it's unbelievable these teams.
0: Do
1: you want to start off? Sure, I will. So, in first place, I'm going to have the Atlanta Braves. You know, we saw what they did in the postseason last year. They were very close to making it to the World Series. One of the youngest teams in baseball, led by so much young talent, and I I truly do believe they're going to win that division. Now, here's where it gets tricky. You could go so many different ways. But at two, I'm going to have the New York Mets. There's a lot of hype behind this this team. Um, I know there's a lot of talk about them hopefully getting Lindor signed long-term. They're in contract negotiations. But you look at the Mets lineup, you look at their pitching, and – kills me to say, but they got a good team on paper. Now, will the Mets live up to expectations? Probably not. I've seen it many times where there's a lot of hype behind the Mets here in the city. But I'm going to have them pencil in at two. At three, I have the Nationals. At four, I have the Marlins, and at five, I have Philly. Wow, you got Philly, Philly coming gonna... in last? Yeah, I think they're going to have another terrible year. Wow. Okay.
0: Yeah. Wow, that's bold.
1: And- but, like I say, I think these, these divisions are going to be very, very close. One through five is so interchangeable. Mm-hmm. It really, really is. You, you, you could say the first team could finish in last. That's how crazy this is. It really
0: is. You ready to hear mine? This is where things get interesting. Let me hear it. I got the Mets winning the division. Wow. I got Mets going one. I got the Nationals coming in second. I have the Braves third. I have the Marlins fourth, and I also have the Phillies fifth. Let me ex- I love that we agree. <laughs> Phillies <stinks. laughs> Let me explain this. Why do I have the Mets winning this division? Listen, Jacob deGrom, Noah Syndergaard, nope. Francisco Lindor. I can name more players if, if I really needed to. I'm going to name those three right there. This Mets team. Is going to be one of the most exciting teams to watch in baseball next season. You can put my stamp of approval on that. I can guarantee it. I'm not going to be like Charles Barkley and scream guarantee like an absolute moron. Um, but I, I guarantee the Mets are going to win this division. It's going to be extremely close though. But this is, they're the most exciting team in baseball. I think um, I like them more than the Dodgers. I like, I would prefer to watch the Mets over the Dodgers for multiple reasons. I have the Nationals at second. Uh, Juan Soto is going to blow up this year. He already has, (laughs) but he's just going to keep going. Plus, they still got some great pitching over in Washington, too. They do. Uh, The Braves will be in third. Tough for me to say that, because I like the Braves a lot. It is tough for me to say that, though. They They are another young, fun team to watch. I just, for some reason, I think they're going to have a little bit of a drop-off this year. Uh, the Marlins fourth, or, yeah, the Marlins fourth, take or leave it as what you want. And then, yeah, the Phillies aren't that great. So that's why they're five. I like
1: it. All aboard the Met train for Matt. Listen, I, I,
0: I, I, I've bought into the Mets.
1: I know you have since day one. Uh,
0: I, 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 I hope they do. I hope I'm right, man. They're the one team I hope Whoa. I'm right about this year.
1: I can see them sound, as always.
0: Typically Yankee But
1: fans. I, at, it, I'm hoping they're good, because it's good for the uh, Subway Series rivalry. We need that
0: back in action. You guys do.
1: Um, but New York will always be a Yankee town. Simple as all that. Right,
0: chill. Anyways.
1: Simple as that.
0: That's a discussion for another day. Anyways, <laughs> let's, let's move into the NL Central. This is another division where it can... It it can go either. It's another interesting division. Uh, Certainly, a number of things could happen in this division. Um, I'll I'll go first. I got the Brewers winning this division. Um, That should come to no surprise to anybody. There, they're the best team in this division, in my opinion. I have the Cardinals coming in second place. Nolan Arenado is going to give this team a spark. Uh, The Cubs will come in third. And then I got to flip a coin between the Reds and the Pirates here. Um, I'll go Reds fourth, Pirates fifth.
1: I like it. So I'm um, pretty similar, but I have, I think the Cardinals made some good additions this year, so I'm going to have them win in the division. Wow. I have the Brewers at two. I got the Cubs also at three. Reds at four, and Pirates at five. Here's
0: the thing about the Reds and the Pirates: you can literally flip a coin and decide who's going to come in fourth and place fourth and fifth place. Neither yeah. one of these teams are good. No. No. Like the Reds they're were almost as bad as the, the,
1: They're almost as bad as the Rockies. The Red Oh my God. The Reds
0: were only relevant last year because of Trevor Bauer.
1: A shortened season and a shortened season.
0: That too. That's why they were relevant last year. A short season and Trevor Bauer. In yeah. fact, a shortened season is why Trevor Bauer even won the Cy Young last year
1: can't stand that guy. Boom.
0: I, I cannot stand him.
1: So overhyped.
0: Oh, my God. I cannot stand Trevor Bauer. Um, the Cardinals, uh, as I said, uh, Nolan I is going to give this team a spark. I cannot even believe he's a Cardinal to begin with. Um, I'm excited to see what the, they got, I'm excited to see what they the Cardinals do. They basically got him for a bag of peanuts. They did. It, it just shows how stupid the Rockies really are as an organization.
1: They continue to be stupid. Uh, the time, and time, and time. The
0: Brewers—they're just going to simply have another fun year in the division, steamroll everybody. But they're the Cardinals, a fun team.
1: They're another fun team to watch. The Brewers, mm-hmm. man, and
0: they're going to steamroll everyone but the Cardinals. Yep. Maybe the Cubs will get them once, once or twice here and there, but you know the Cubs—you know—they—they're they're, they're going downhill still a little bit.
1: Yeah, they got. A, there's a lot of dysfunction that seems to be going around in
0: that organization ever since they won that World Series. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, though. They're a playoff team. They could be a playoff team. if they, But it'll be eh. Uh, I'm eh uh, on them. Yeah. Alright, and then last but not least, the NL West. This horrible division.
1: <laughs> it's a two-team race.
0: Basically. Um, I'll just say it. Uh, Dodgers, Padres, um... Giants Diamondbacks Rockies.
1: Yeah, I got Dodgers, Padres, D backs, Rockies, Giants.
0: You really think the Rockies are gonna be better than the Giants?
1: Not by much, maybe by a game <laughs> or two. They both sting.
0: Yeah. Now I know I said the Mets are gonna be one of, are gonna be uh, one of the most exciting teams in baseball to watch. I might have said the, the most. They're they a exciting team to watch in baseball this year. Not the most. The most is going to be the Padres. Yeah, it's about time in our lifetimes, Chris, that the San Di- that Diego. the San Diego Padres are relevant. <coughs> Fernando Tatis yeah. Junior. Man, what a contract that he got this offseason, and he's going to go out and go prove it right away.
1: I mean. You you remember one of my predictions last year? I was very high on the Padres. You were, and you look at the Padres—they go from being this team that doesn't spend money to having three players who make over three hundred million dollars. Machado, uh, J- friends, I, what's his name? Friends Tatis. I can't pronounce his name. Tatis Junior, and I believe one of their pitchers makes almost three hundred million as well.
0: I, I I'm I'm all on the Mets. Don't get me wrong, but I'm going to keep my eyes on the Padres too.
1: I am. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, didn't they also trade for Blake
0: Snell? Yes, they did. Yeah,
1: <laughs> they are loaded up. They are loaded up on pitching,
0: mm-hmm. and they got someone else too. Mm-hmm. They are loaded. <laughs> this is a very loaded team. Hey,
1: you can't even keep track with all the moves they've been no. doing.
0: Um, as for the Dodgers, um, obviously the the main storyline for them is they got Trevor Bauer. Who, who cares about him? But you know that who's a nerd. Nobody, nobody likes Trevor Bauer. Um, I love that Noah Syndergaard like, trolls Trevor Bauer online and he knows that he'll get a response from Trevor Bauer because Trevor Bauer is that kind of person just can't keep their mouth shut.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to watch like <laughs> Trevor Bauer have a shit season and how he's going to sound. How is he going to sound on Twitter when people start to go out? Oh my god, I so can't wait be, for that. He's going to be getting into a Twitter mega war. Oh, winner. I
0: cannot wait for that. Oh my <laughs> god, that, that's going to be so much fun.
1: But, yeah, he might he might win some games just because the, the Dodgers lineup is filthy. But.
0: Yeah. And he'll be like, oh, I did amazing last night when he goes up and gives up like five runs or whatever, but the Dodgers win like 11 5 or something like that. Yeah. It's going to be like that.
1: Yeah, it'll be like 11 7 final.
0: <laughs> yeah. It'll be like something ridiculous like that. And he'll get the win and he'll be like, oh, I did amazing. But like in reality, he sucked.
1: Yeah. I I, I don't, I'm I'm so glad. I know originally mean you wanted him. I'm like, now I think about it, I'm like what were we? Yeah, thinking what were we? About, what, what were we, we thinking? Oh
0: my god! Well, we,
1: uh, I don't know if it was just being qu- quarantine. What the heck were we thinking? I don't know. I, don't
0: know. I think being quarantined got to us uh, last summer. I, I am
1: so much happier. I am so much happier with Corey Kluber and uh, Talman and getting her mom back than that freaking bum.
0: <laughs> I'm fine with Tanner Hawk, man. <laughs> and, and I'm
1: sure Red Sox fans are happy to see their young and hopefully pan out. Yeah, it,
0: they're a young team. They're gonna be fun. But let's get into some playoff predictions now. Uh, We're not going to do round by round. Um, We're just simply going to do the ALCS and the World Series and the NLCS. So in the American League Championship Series, Chris, who do you got? Who do I got?
1: I got the New York Yankees.
0: Of course you do.
1: And the Minnesota Twins. Wow. Yeah, I think the Twins finally get over their playoff failure. Wow. At the least They have not and that they're only going to make it there if they luck out by not playing the Yankees in
0: the first round. Wow. You know who I got? Yankees Astros. Yep. That's who, exactly who I have. I'm boring as
1: hell. I, I would like to see it because this team has been our arch enemy and I would love nothing more than to send that team home packing.
0: <laughs> it'd, be, <laughs> it'd, be, this- it'd be great. <laughs>
1: Um, And we have, we have quite the rivalry with Houston and, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm just going a little bold there with my prediction, but I could, I mean, uh, I really do believe it could also be, you know, like you say, the boring matchup that we all expect.
0: What about the NLCS? Who you got?
1: Uh, I have Dodgers and Padres.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I also have the Dodgers in my NLCS prediction, but I
1: haven't. Let me guess. The Mets.
0: Nope. I have Dodgers, Nationals. I think the Nationals are going to make a run.
1: Wow. High in the hat. I'm.
0: Uh, listen. But well, we
1: both got one bull prediction. <laughs>
0: listen, We're man. Here I, I, think so, I think Juan So I think Juan is going to be like probably arguably the best player in baseball this upcoming season. And I think he should. Yeah, he's, I think I think he's he gonna legit. he's gonna he's gonna carry that the um the Astros. Oh my God, the that would be awful. But if he ever has if he ever plays for them, uh, the Nationals, um,
1: Nash- nationals and Twins, two bold predictions I, there. You heard it here. Today. I know
0: we're going a little bold. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if the if our COVID shots are getting to us or not. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I got for the World, um, for the AL and NLCS. World Series, who you got?
1: Come on. Simple question. You got the New York Yankees. Of course you
0: do, loser.
1: And I got the Padres getting over the hump. I, I think it's really tough in any sport to win
0: back-to-back championships. It is. It's tough. In fact, no one's been able to do it since, you know, I think the Patriots are, you know, they did it in the NFL. No one's been able to do it since. Yeah. Um, for me, World Series, I have... The Astros. I think they get you in seven. I think they get the Yankees in seven, Chris. I'm sorry. Ugh,
1: not, not a chance with Cole on the mound.
0: And I, th- I think it's a rematch of Astros and Dodgers. And I think the Dodgers go back to back. Kills me to say that, but I think the Dodgers are going to go back to back.
1: All right. I like it.
0: All right. Well, there's more, there's more stuff to predict. Um, let's Oh,
1: you didn't, you didn't ask me who my World Series champion is. Oh, who's For who? Number 28, coming back to New York.
0: Oh, I didn't need to ask because I already knew it. World Series back on. Shut the hell up. Um, anyways. <laughs> um, there's a re- Chris, there's a reason why I didn't ask. Because I so the, second, <laughs> the second you said you had the Yankees in the World Series, I already knew you had them winning. And everyone else did too who was listening to this.
1: World Series MVP, John Carlos then.
0: All right, World Series MVP. Kills me to say this, Carlos Correa. All right. Anyways, actually, no. I'm sorry. No, Dodgers. What am I doing? Dodgers. World Series MVP, Mookie Betts. Oh my God. Um, geez. let's do the MVPs of the AL and the NL. Um, who's your AL MVP? Because I have an interesting one. Who's your AL MVP? Yeah. My AL MVP.
1: That's a tough one. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you start this up, Matt. I'm gonna hear yours first. All right,
0: Chris didn't think of an answer before we recorded. Exposed. Um, my, <laughs> my, my answer to this, sorry, Chris, I had to do that. Um, my answer to this brain buster is Jose Ramirez of the Cleveland baseball team. I can't say the team because I don't know if that's officially what they're called right now. Um, I'm just going to be nice and say Cleveland baseball team, but I have Jose Ramirez doing it last year. Um, in 219 at bat appearances. He had forty five. He had forty five <laughs> runs, sixty four hits, 46 RBIs, and he had a two ninety two batting average. That was in the shortened season, mind you. And I think he's you know he's not the favored um, player to win the AL MVP. Obviously, it's Mike Trout. He's actually the fourth favorite player. I'm gonna go. I'm being a little bold here. I'm gonna go Jose Ramirez.
1: Yeah. Um, what's your NL?
0: All right, Chris doesn't have an NL MVP either. Exposure. I
1: got both. I got both my answers in mind. I'm just curious to see who you have.
0: Uh, NL uh, Juan Soto. Juan Soto, like think, you're high on the. One. I think th- I think this is the year he gets the NL MVP. Last year, in 154 at bat appearances, he had 39 runs, 54 hits, 37 RBIs. 351 batting average, and for additional info, um, no one really added, his, o- his, 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 o- his OBP was 490, slug percentage was 695, OPS 1.185, and he led all, and he also led the league last year in batting average, OBP, slugging, and OPS. Yeah.
1: Alright, I mean. That, I was like short, that was
0: in a short that was in season too, and he was putting up ridiculous numbers. So that's who I have for the MVPs. Now that Chris had some time to think about it, thanks to me talking, uh, who do you have for
1: Thank us? you. I'm ready to
0: go. Who do you have for who do you have for MVPs?
1: So I'm gonna go with two. I don't want to go with the boring ones. You go with Mike Trout, you can go with Bregman, the two favorites, but I'm gonna go with from the AO, I'm gonna go with Matt Chapman. I think this guy Wow, is gonna...
0: what a prediction. Wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you know I'm I'm you're right. I, I might be a closet ace fan. Oh my I guess. god. But I mean, this guy is a 330 hitter if healthy. The guy hit fingers. He steals bases. His his on-base percentage is going to be high. I, I'm all in on Matt Chapman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I yeah. like it, man. Who's your NL, then?
1: And my NL, I'm going to go with um, Ronald or Coral Jr. from Atlanta.
0: Ronald Acuna Jr. All right. I
1: like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm going with two young talents. Two young teams that I expect to both be good. And in order for those teams to be good, those both players are going to have to be down. All right. Who's your. But, right. but we also know in my heart, I want to see Aaron Judge win MVP. Oh, of course you do. So boring. Is he got robbed the year
0: that the Astros cheated. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Um, who's your American League Cy Young winner?
1: American League. Garrett Cole.
0: Yeah, I'm agreeing with you on that one.
1: He's going to win 20-plus games.
0: Easily. He easily will be. It pains me to say that a Yankee player is going to win an award, but it's going to be him. Garrett Cole is probably one of the best pitchers in baseball this year.
1: Who's your? Who's wait, wait, wait. Matt, can you repeat that?
0: Um, I kind of don't want to. Not going <laughs> to lie. But I guess I'll repeat it for content purposes. The American League MVP, I mean, the American League Cy Young Award winner will be Garrett Cole because he's one of the best pitchers in baseball. And, Garrett, he'll, e- I like and he'll easily win 20 games this year.
1: Love hearing that out of your mouth.
0: I'm going to go wash my mouth out with soap after this. <laughs>
1: who's,
0: your, who's your NL Cy Young Award, Chris?
1: So this is another thing where you could go. Jacob Degrom is so dominant; he probably will win it. But I'm going to go with your boys from the Nationals, and I think Matt uh, Matt Scherzer wins another another one.
0: I like it, except for the point yeah. where I don't have Max Scherzer winning the NL sign on. I have Walker Buehler. Wow, um, one of the best pitchers in the league as well. Um, I think he can get around 20 wins this year. Um, In my opinion, he's not better than Clayton Kershaw, but he's getting very close (laughs) to being the number one pitcher there, in my opinion. Yeah. All right. Let's do one more award to close things out. Um, We'll do one that isn't talked about a lot, but should be, because everyone talks about the player awards. Like, we could do rookie of the year if we really wanted to. I personally don't really want to. Um, Let's do manager of the year. Let's do that. Does that sound like a plan to you, Chris? Sounds good. Um, for in the AL Manager of the Year, I have Charlie Montoyo, uh, the Blue Jays manager. Blue Jays are just going to step it up this year. They're going to be a good wow. team. They're going to be a wow. fun team to watch. Um, and I think he's. <laughs> and I think all the hard work that the Blue Jays put into it's going to be because of great managing from Montoyo. Who's your manager IAL, of the year from the AL?
1: I AL, I have um, Bob Melvin of the Oakland A's. Okay, here I am again. Bogleday's train. I think that he's going to win it because they have not yet to win that division because the Astros have been so dominant. And I do believe that if they if they play to their potential and win that division and overcome the Astros, you know, it's going to be hard to vote against this guy if, if they take over that division.
0: All right. my I like that. Um, for, yeah. for the National League, I got Jace Tangler from the Padres. I mean, do I need to say more? The Padres are just going to be unbelievable this year.
1: Yep, I'm I'm right with you there. I think he also is going to be the man.
0: <laughs> All right, wow! Look at us—we're agreeing at the end. Wow, we agreed on Garrett yeah. Cole and we agreed on Jace Tingler.
1: Unbelievable! You know what,
0: Chris? I think we should end it off there before we start disagreeing and yelling at each other again.
1: Yeah, we could always just talk Giants, Patriots, and then the argument will begin. Oh God, yeah. Let's
0: let's, avoid, let's save that for another day, but um. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this week. I know it's a little bit longer than what we normally do. Um, As always, wash your hands, wear your mask, social distance yourself, and call out all the Karens. Until then, we'll see you guys next week.
1: Thanks, guys.